Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted to be joined once again by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's a returning DL! I have returned. He's back, baby! And I've come with opinions. Oh my god. I've come with opinions. For one, what, you know, are we really just gonna relegate ourselves to geeks? What about, <laughs> why not call us thoughtful intelligent <laughs> you know critics i think anyone who's listening of to the podcast somewhat nerdy things at that. times but sometimes very exciting things that exciting are, things i would say mm. i would say today's main topic it's not geeky but i don't know it's got some geeky elements to it i don't know i, I think i think this is a mass mass appeal movie that wasn't meant to be but would be anyway well, i'm glad you've come with opinions yes how are you opinions. mate how are you doing Come with opinions. I've come with a tan. A tan? Oh my god! And I've come with a fiance. Oh my god! Yes, this is, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, off the market. I'm so sorry. Yeah, the pseudo, the DL pseudo name. Woo! If you were, if that was why you were into me, I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah. it's more, it's more your dulcet yeah. tones. I think. Yeah, I like. my to- <laughs> my my tepid tones. Uh, too bad. So sad. Sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He is officially off the market now. That's terrible news for me. Unfortunately weird i thought we were just friends i'm yeah, yeah. well <laughs> for other reasons than just that i mean of course i was hoping you'd have proposed to me but um now we're at the stage where i i, I think my partner might be thinking oh everyone God, around me i think she's thinking all my friends are getting engaged yeah, at the moment. my best a, friend in melbourne got engaged she's like oh it must be coming i'm like no nah, i'm kidding these things aren't i'm kidding she knows that i'm never gonna propose to <laughs> She heard that from across the room, so now he's now he's in the yeah, doghouse tonight. I'm I'm literally in trouble um, right now. No, no, but mate, congrats. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you had you. four weeks away and everything changed. I mean, when you actually think about it, literally nothing changed. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I spent too much money on a <laughs> commoditized rock. But other than that, uh, no, it's 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 been good, man. It was a really good trip, and it's back into the. The thick of things where you're you're at work and you're like, what's the next thing I can watch to escape the <laughs> boredom of, of work sometimes? It's not always boring work, but most of the time it is. And I, I know I look forward to the new things coming out and there's quite a bit coming. Um, and I've actually watched quite a bit while I've been away. I know you have too. Oh, we're um, going to get into that in a yeah, moment. Like what, I'm good as well, by the way. Thank you for asking. Like, I appreciate Sorry, that. I jumped straight into myself. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've, I've, it's been a pretty, pretty crazy month for me. It so, has. Yeah. When did you get back? um monday so I'll, I'll sorry what am i saying it's, it's now tuesday the next week i got back on august 1st i was gone for a month i was in europe for a month yeah you were what did you do the listeners while were... i was gone other than just sit in the rain <laughs> <laughs> i certainly don't have the same tan you have christ you look yeah it's... you're bronze it feels as if there's a lot of pressure to maintain this <laughs> you're not gonna maintain i know it, yeah. i gotta get out of here i gotta... <laughs> man we've we got up to a lot we got a lot of a lot of nice things a lot of coupley things you know, very relaxing, chilling out. I'm trying to think of a single fucking thing I did. He's scrolling I through his notes I like, like he's going to find it in his notes. Like, dude, I have to look do, you, do you have a calendar actually, invite for every single thing you do? And no, I actually, I actually squeezed like a bunch of gigging into the time while you're away. Like gigging. Gigging. So I'm, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm actually a big music enthusiast. I love live music. Love it, love it, love it. And COVID was like crushing my soul. And while while it was COVID, we actually booked tickets to see a couple of bands, that one of which got pushed right back and two of which uh, are quite quite recent purchases. But we purchased tickets to see a band called The Strokes. I think ah, you might know them. American I, I band from New York. Definitely know who The Strokes yeah, are. Yeah, so that's, a, that's an old-timer band for me in terms of 
when I was sort of in uni early, like very early uni, they were just coming out. And I was like, I have to see them one day so I can check that off my bucket list. Now that was, that was a good gig. They didn't play the one fucking song that everybody wanted them to play. Which one? Last night. Yeah. The one song. Yeah, but you wouldn't, would you? If yeah, you them. course you if would. If you're them this long, I don't you know. Would. I actually had a poster of the Strokes in my college dorm. Of course you did. It was a cool poster. Which one? I don't know. It was just like black and white and they were like, oh, were like nice. grayed out and it was like early strokes. They were like on, they were like, I think they were like recording an album or something. They were just on the, okay. in, their, in their practice space. Oh, see, so it wasn't, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like an album. No, no, it was like no, no, a no. proper like picture. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was kind of cool. That's awesome. Well, anyway, I saw a couple of, I saw a guy called Bonobo who's a very cool DJ, DJ from the UK and a band that you came with me to see this weekend called Gang of Youths. I did. What did you think? We never really debriefed. We were having too much fun laughing yeah, on the way home. Yeah, it was pretty home. crazy Uber ride back, but the I thought it was a good show. I mean, like overall, it's it's fun. Um, I think that yeah, I don't love that venue, but um, no, the venue was awful, and the the sound quality was oh, it was abysmal. And and like for a venue that big, can you give me more alcohol options? Are they just sponsored by <laughs> shitty? Yeah, is that the reason why they're, they're sponsored by just yeah. crappy brands? Because yeah, it was it was there was not one quality. I don't think any of it was good. Yeah, but the show was was not. So I can't bad. think of anything we drank. We drank super dry. We drank like so for, for Super anyone, Dry, but like a weird version of Super Dry. So if anyone doesn't know, Super Dry is a low carb beer in Australia, and wow, it's bad. <laughs> like it was like worse there though. Oh, so bad. Something about it was worse. Like I don't know how or why, but it was. Yeah, and then uh, it was like Jack. It was not even Jack and Coke. It was like a uh, Jim Beam and Coke. Oh my god, it was awful. Yeah, which is just it was gross. like it was like a thousand grams of sugar. And Jim Beam is gross. <laughs> it's so bad. Look. Um, Look, guys, anyway, we are going to get into it, but if you want to listen to us banter about our days, please feel free to stick around. Otherwise, there will be time codes in the description. What we're going to do now is, for anyone new to the podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about what we call What Have You Been Up To, where we talk about the TV shows, the movies, the random stuff we have been up to, and we've had lots of time, or I have. (laughs) I've had quite a few flights and train rides. You have. Yeah, I burned through some shit. What if you do? Give me, let, let's, can, can we start with one night? So there's one that we talked yeah. about, talked about, talked about, and we never saw the final episode. Gonna talk about. You're going to say Stranger Things. That's what I was going to say. Yes, let's talk yeah. about that first. What do you think? The last two episodes. Honestly, honestly the last two episodes kind of dragged on for me. Yes, but so. they were, they were like, you know, fun enough, but they were a bit long. Um, look, it was, it was good. I was kind of, are we spoiling? Spoilers Let's for just Stranger call Things. spoilers for Stranger Things season yeah. four. Yeah, that's the one. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Go. Um, I thought a main character would die. Yeah, me too. And they, I, in fact, no, I'm kind fact, of halfway did. I'm in fact disappointed a main character didn't die. I thought Steve was toast. He should have been. I thought he was so toast. So we were having a conversation with me and the partner while it was happening. We yeah. were saying either Steve or Jonathan should have died. Yeah, one of them had to die. One too. of them has to. Because like, then they're just kind of rehashing this same yeah. story. And they're just kind of butting heads, even though they're yeah. not really butting heads anymore. Like, We'll see what they do with it, I guess. There's only one more season, so maybe they've got a plan. It's true. They've already but, started. Yeah, but it's kind of to me like, yeah, I, was, I just thought one of them was going to die. They had to. Like, it was an absolute And must. then I thought they went max, and I was like, wow, they are going darker than I thought they were, but they kind of... Do you think so? I had a kind of made 11 Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so bad. I had like a random fan theory in my head that like there's like a conduit to Vecna. He needs like a psychological connection with someone. Psychological connection with someone to come Psychotic. into the world in the first place. Yes. And I think so. Everyone had the, there was the speculation, the rampant rumors that it was the, the kid's psychologist who had all of the 
the mm. notes about all the different kids who got taken by Vecna. So like that was his link and then he manages to come in. I think it might be Max now. I think she's going to be the one who he like projects himself into. If it's not, I mean, if it's Will, that's Why does that obvious. even need to be a thing? I don't know. I just think it's an interesting idea. It's how, how he sustains himself in the real world. I don't know, man. It's just an idea. It was weird. It does seem, they did seem to imply that like someone's been mind flared. Yes. Didn't they? Yes, they did. And they, and even in interviews prior yeah. to the season, the kid who plays Lucas was like, there's, there's a traitor in the group this season. And never seemed to actualize for me. I thought that like maybe they thought like maybe that could mean just like Lucas was a bit of a traitor because he was a bit of a punk oh, maybe. for half the season. I mean, maybe it was everyone read a bit too much into it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, I think that to be honest, like it feel like their whole villain thing kind of feels a bit like retconny, but Yes. But it's like not so bad that I'm gonna like whinge about it too much, but it doesn't f- it does feel like they're kind of at this point making it up as they go. Oh, maybe a little bit, but I mean, and, and it's did you, not, did it's you th- hear about the Vecna theory that he was in there all along? I saw like a video, but yeah. it, but again, it felt ret- retconned. It, it did, and, and maybe maybe it was for like season two onward, right? But like, well, the interesting I don't thing think is in season the, one they knew that. Yeah, well, yeah. the three things they called out in that were that firstly, the demigorgons who were the bad guys in the first season don't have uh, what is it uh, telekinesis powers, so he opens the will buy us his door with telekinesis like slides the thing from outside yeah, yeah, yeah. and then will Byers is there in his in the upside down singing his favorite song which keeps That's, him safe keeps him alive, which yeah. is the next there's a couple of little which bits is like fair. that and it kind of looks like him as well if you see it in the actual show i don't show. see that's where i'm like it didn't really look and like it's him. probably it's probably retconny in that sense but i like that i think it's an interesting one if they can even if they took some elements of the first season and went well this didn't seem to work let's change it yeah yeah, overall, I was fine with it, man. I liked, I, I liked it a lot. I, I enjoyed it. I did. I just, I don't know. I felt like it was longer than it needed to be. Okay. Like, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Oh, I the just, last two episodes, I just yeah. started to lose interest. Like, I was like, I kind of know where this is going. Yeah. Can you go with it? And then, like, more, like, for all that buildup, no one died. I was kind of also like, well, I thought I knew where this was going, but you didn't really do anything. I just don't think that's shocking. Big chances. Yeah, man. like it was yeah. like kind of like yeah. Does everyone have plot armor? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was kind everyone of except that. the pe- the, and the people want like everyone likes. And then when I saw Max like die, I was like, fuck, that's actually gonna fuck up their group, and they'll maybe have to deal with the repercussions next season. And then Did she you like didn't. bring it back from the dead. I mean, like they kind of like imply that. Yeah. I mean, like what else was it? I don't know. Anyway, I as as a whole, I I did really enjoy it as a season. Dragged yeah. on a bit, like you say, but like why? Uh, give them a little bit of leeway. The first half. I think I like when I go back to like the first half, like it was yeah. quite scary. Oh, fine. And I really dug the first half, and then it kind of like lost its bite for the second half. But I, I did like the. You know what they do really well is they they give people, they cast well, and yes. the characters like the Eddie character was like super good character, he's well got, acted. He like, has got huge. He's doing show. He's like behind the scenes with Metallica and shit. Like people. Love what else has he been him? in? I don't think anything. I haven't seen him. Anymore. I'm gonna look at him on IMDb. Look him up, look him up Tell right me what now. the next thing you've been watching while I do that is. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's get into a couple of other things. I, on a whole, on the whole, I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. I'll tell you one thing that you'll really like that we've been watching, and I'm gonna touch on it very quickly because I think we've got a lot of things to talk about. But me, my partner, has finally, finally, finally given in, and mm. she is watching Game of Thrones from the yes. beginning. Now, obviously, the House of the Dragon is coming out very soon. We're not rushing to get get her up to date to see that or anything because that's obviously a prequel. But she's up to season five already. And this is within like two or two and a half weeks. That's I, a lot of TV. It is. And for, Intense a, for TV. a dense show. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. And, and like, honestly, like, 
love her. Her, her attention span isn't that intense, shall we say? Yeah. That it that something like this, but she's it's really grabbed her. Like I I sort of said she sort of said like should I try it? And I was like yeah absolutely. Like watch the first season, and if it doesn't grab you after that, like you can just take a step back. So first season for me, like you know, is probably it's up there with the best ones. Like I really enjoy it. Yeah. I'm I'm sticking by my conclusion that season five as a whole is bad as a whole there's like two good episodes maybe three. i agree that season five isn't very good hard homes in there we're about to watch yeah. that there's one it, that's there's, when all the sand snake stuff is introduced it's terrible like, it's it's so like boring. laughably bad yeah. yeah and then there's the whole thing with jamie going to dawn that, that so whole dull. that whole storyline the, the king's landing storyline uh, stumbles yeah. Yeah, so badly so boring. and there's obviously yeah. the high sparrow yeah for me it gets really dull at this point but then there's like i said this hard home there's the episode where john snow beheads janos slint which is yeah. actually i didn't realize that's like five minutes of a small ep- that's like five minutes of a whole episode but that's one of my favorite scenes so we've been doing that what about what about yourself what's have you found eddie munson is he anything anything else i cannot find it because you know he's like so low on the freaking what's his what's the actor's name uh, i don't know yeah. You tell me your second one, and I'll see if I can find okay. it. Uh, in essence, I've been doing all sorts of things. Reading, watching shows, watching movies. But the thing I've probably done the most of is, is watch this new, this not new show, this old show, I should say, oh, yeah. on HBO called Deadwood. Have you heard of it? I know Deadwood. Have you watched it? No. Is that... Fuck, I love it. What's the dude's name? Uh, it's so good. <laughs> what's the main dude's name? He was in later uh, Al Game Swear- of Al Swearingen. Timothy Oliphant is uh, Seth Bullock, and then um, the main guy who you're talking about is Ian McShane. Ian McShane, who, by the way, like just kills it as Al Swearingen. Like he's so good in this. He's so fucking good. <laughs> he plays this guy. I highly recommend. Okay, all right. Well, and I'm, but I'm like also, you know, Western, and this is like the one of the best. Yes, you are. This is one of the best Western stories I've ever, I've ever seen. Really, like, properly, and uh, yeah, it's just so good. And Al Swearingen is hilarious. He's this guy that like basically runs a a brothel slash bar in the West, <laughs> and he's like found this like area that's got a bunch of gold around it. He's not actually you know, mining the gold, he's thinking longer term. He's like, there's going to be a town here and I'm going to be the dude that owns all the property. Yes. Got it. And like, it's in, it's in an area that's like currently actually recognized as native American tribe land. Interesting. But they're pretty confident. We'll get annexed by the U S government. And therefore if it gets annexed, like, it's just like, you don't have to buy the land. It's whoever claimed it. And ah. so they're just like kind of operating. Yeah. They're operating like illegally within and in the hopes of like negotiating, to become a sovereign part of a state or a territory and get just basically like free land, right? And free money. And it's this like, you know, it just explores how that happens, the corruption with the government, how how this town kind of creates itself. Um, and like how the it, it's it's like philosophical in the in the sense it's like how does society actually work and if you what are the pillars of it and if you don't have Within certain things, what happens? Western. And like people have to step up, but it, it's just very it's very good. How many seasons are there? Um, there's three seasons. And I don't know if it was canceled or if it was just always meant to end on three seasons, but there's three seasons and an HBO movie. Interesting. Which is which makes me think like it got canceled and people you No, know. I think yeah, I think it came back. I think I think it made like a comeback later on. Yeah. The the, the other reason I said interesting is that Eddie Munson's uh actor, Joseph Quinn, yes. was in Game of Thrones. Joseph Quinn. As Kona. I don't know who that is. I'm assuming it's one of like 
Joseph Quinn. Some background character. Overlord. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know any of this stuff. So you'd, you'd recommend... Goner. Yeah, who the fuck is Goner? <laughs> I would highly recommend Deadwood. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. It's like a very character-driven story. If you don't like the Western setting, it'll be harder for you, but it's not like all about that. It's more like political intrigue and and just characters and just like the the time and backstabbing and it's, interesting. it's interesting. All right. Well, I'm going to lump together. I, we've got a lot to get through. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to lump together a couple and then I'm going to do some really fast ones. I watched a couple of really fun doco, docudramas, docuseries, whatever, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. First one was on uh, a dude called uh, Ivan Malat. Do you ever hear of him? No, no idea who it is. Uh, so Ivan Malat, right, was in the 70s and 80s in Australia. And I didn't know this. I was, I got a lift home from a coworker and she was telling me all about this. Oh, and I was like, are you, are you this person? So mm. what she, what, what even Ivan Malat used to do was, he used to sit on this patch of road where uh, uh, travelers would go out and hitchhike from one area to another. Yeah. He'd pick up the hitchhikers, take them to an area oh, in the woods and murder them. This? Yeah. It is terrifying. Oh, and dude. the show, the show was, <laughs> the show was awful. Oh, but the, the, the thing behind it was very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I also watched, there is a new, uh, Netflix, newish now, but a new Netflix docu-series on DB Cooper. You know, the guy who, the only guy who's ever, um, why does that name sound familiar? He's well, Loki parodied it. You know, when Loki was DB Cooper, he's the only guy who ever hijacked a plane and got away with it. Oh yeah. In the States in Seattle in the seventies, I believe. And so interesting. Like I got a little bit repetitive towards the end because no one can, no one can solve it. Like how, how are you going to solve it? There's no way of knowing unless someone comes forward and says, I'm DB Cooper. Here's irrefutable evidence, which no one's obviously going to do. Statue of limitations. Surely at some point you're good. Well, no, he's not. He's he'd probably go to prison. But well, actually, the FBI just uh, just said that they're finished with the case. So they're like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, anymore. they don't give a fuck. Look, what what do you want? What, what do you give me? Give me a couple more things. Uh, I watched The Gray Man. Yes, let's talk about that. That's my next one. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, mediocre. Yeah. Such a classic Netflix movie. Yeah, it really is. It started off well. They can't stop themselves from fucking no. things up. Like it did start off well. Had a two hundred million dollar budget. It, like, of course it did. Like it's it just. Ex- more than it needed to be in everything mental amounts of money in everything it's Crazy. like they just needed to find ways to spend the money well, i guess it's ryan gosling anna de Armas, and chris evans that that money went towards right surely i mean how much can you pay an actor it's 200 well, million dollars like 25 30 million well there's 50 I 60 70 i guess maybe like when people know it's netflix they're like demand all the money you know what Probably. i mean yeah but like even then like 75 million you could have still made a better movie with another oh, 25 absolutely. to 40 and just left it at that oh i mean today's yeah, today's like, main topic is going to literally prove that yeah 100 percent. I, I the cgi was awful like, not only was it so awful, bad it was just like excessive and then it was just like the first the second you said this the other day the whole second half of the movie was just flashbacks to the first. yeah it was <laughs> It's like it wasn't that long ago. I don't. No, I remember. I know. Like it's, maybe I, the character point you're trying to hit home isn't that strong. <laughs> if you think you have to like remind me every 20 minutes that something happened, like you're not developing that good of a character. It's funny. Like it's yeah. one of those things whereby when you have something like Marvel or you know even some DC movies, they have so much background to them. You're like you can call back to things. You can yeah. you can make that on your left reference in Endgame. In this, it's like you just said that the guy five, five doesn't have ago. a name. Yeah, six. <laughs> 
Like, come on. I liked it though. I There's had only fun like with four it. lines of backstory. What are you calling back to? I did have fun with it. I'm not going to lie. Like, if they release a second one, I'd happily watch it. I was so over it by the last hour. Were you? Yeah. Last hour. I was like, Christ. just kill Chris fucking Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans is great. I thought he was. Yeah, he's a dick, a but like, how? But you can only just be like a charismatic dick for so long until I'm like, okay, like this script needed to give you more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He could have done with a bit more flesh. Yeah, uh, but look, it was entertaining for a bit, and I fell yeah. asleep at the end. And oh, I did like, you? Like, I like went back and watched it anyway. You know, I don't know why. Um, I quite like the ending. I feel like they set up a lot of things that they they're gonna go for for the next. They're clearly gonna get a sequel, right? Not gonna put two hundred million into it, and not do a sequel with those actors. I guess it just depends how it does. It's Netflix, right? Well, it got pretty good ratings in the first few weeks. So, like, in, like, what do you mean? Like, lo- it got like, like a lot of people watched. They don't. They never release like any of the yeah, actual numbers. A lot of, like, a lot of say, like watch. watching us. Look, yeah. I, I was super stoked to watch it, but I thought it would be more like espionage and less like classic Netflix. Oh, yeah, popcorn, fucking sugar. It was nonsense. You know? um, the other, I'll, I'll be quick. I started Peaky Blinders, the newest season. Okay, so far, like, can't really say yet. Uh, I finished a few books while I was on on nice. leave. I, I read your recommendations where the crawdad sings. Uh, oh no! And the movie's no, coming out, isn't it? I really, I, you it know, looks it's kind, awful. I don't know anything about the movie. I've seen that trailer like eight times. It looks so bad. I'll say this. You would not like this book. Good. Um, (laughs) Stay away from it. I can say that confidently. Cool. Uh, For what reason? Give our listeners a reason why I would hate this book. It's just really self-indulgent about this this one female character. And that's not to say I don't think you'd be like into... It's not because she's female, but it's just like kind of just like my attention span waned pretty quickly with like mm. that element of it. It's like, this is not realistic and it's not, and it's becoming like almost the, she, she like lacks agency the whole book. And it's like, I'm just mm. kind of like, uh, well, she's not a very developed character or she's not strong. Um, she's developed and she's strong. I, I just, it just felt, you know what, it, you know what, actually, let me, let me correct and, and change a lot. Why I don't think you'd like it is I think it's about, it's, it's like a, it's just I've never heard you mention anything else like this. Do you have you read To Kill Kill a Mockingbird? Yes. Did you like that? Years and years and years ago. Did yeah. you like when you read it? Oh, I was in school, so I was forced to. So it's, I, I liked that. Okay. And this is just like a blatant kind of copy of okay. that, good. but like reduced, re, like reduced to its bare elements. Just not yeah, as good. Okay. Okay. So it's just kind of like you know, it's like a copy of something that you know someone. I, was I'm always about. so interested when you cook, yeah. when you go away because you come back with some really interesting. Yeah. Recommendations. That's not well, not recommendation. recommendations because I'm definitely not. Gonna but see I, that but movie I finished either. the second thing. I finished was the second book of the Name of the Wind series. Oh, so nice! The one that's never going to end. So good, and now I'm like, why did I do that? It's, I'm <laughs> sitting here like a dickhead. Has there been any word on the next the next uh, book? Uh, he he kind of comments sometimes, but then like on like Reddit threads, like it's going well. But then it's like I could be lying anyway. Oh wow! Like so, it's like you're just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but it's really good and i you know we should do a book episode if i die tomorrow i'm glad i read it but yeah i guess yeah we should do a book episode one day we should uh go into a book properly but like what book good question yeah we'll talk we'll about do it. a book club, book club. <laughs> well like fi- final one then i'll just wrap this out uh i've got something that i'm going to lend to you at some point and it's my new favorite thing in the entire world i had a lot of time to mess around with it recently but you fucking love this you like retro games Depends like any of us yeah it depends on the game but. you like games from things like uh from like the mega drive or from like the playstation one or from like the snes <laughs> I, did, I did play these games that's uh, you did so what i bought was i bought this little handheld device which is right over there you can't see it it is called a Mew version 2 mini 
and it is effectively like a mini game emulator and it's no bigger than like it's like a couple of inches long it's a couple of inches wide and three yeah. inches long it is awesome like the screen is phenomenal the power of this thing it's playing like playstation one games on like no bigger than a, an what's old an emulator game by the way it basically just runs old games so like how who who gets the money for that no one that's the point it's probably illegal, oh, but it's it? amazing. <laughs> it's the best thing I've owned in a long time. And I've got, I got fully into playing like Sonic, the old Sonics that were yeah. good. Do you remember when Sonic was good? Yeah. And like, uh, I took it into the office in front of the show, Ollie. Oh my God. He fell in love with it. He, he literally all lunch. He was like twitch. He kept, he kept putting it down to if anyone else wanted to mess around with it. And within like a second, he had it back, it back in his hand. Yeah, like, he played like Tekken. It's got everything. Everything. Yeah. It's amazing. That's like, pretty cool. Highly I'm going to lend it to you at some point so you can have a play. That's pretty cool. In fact, my, my you know, partner, Gil would love that i should i should get her that yeah well it's they're like you can get them i got that one off ebay uh they're not that easy to get in australia on ebay but you can get them on amazon pretty cheap that's i think i think you'll really like that yeah anyway i think that is a good time to soiree on we're back to the old school to switch it up a little bit let's move on with the show so now what we like to do is we like to talk a little bit about a couple of bits of news that we've seen floating around in our hemispheres just (laughs) Just Only floating here, around. Only where there's no ozone. Yeah. There's a couple of cool things that have happened yeah. while you've been away. I've probably noticed a lot of them. Honestly, I probably missed a lot of them too. Mine are so random. So let's let's lead with yours. I'll I'll, I'll give you the top level of the rundown of the things I'll quickly talk right, about. Marvel, you I'm can, sure. You can let me know what you think. There's so well, much. Well, it was San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. So there was a lot of Marvel. We'll yeah. touch on that in a moment. Uh, there was also uh, a Warner Brothers panel at Comic Con. There is now a release date for Rick and Morty season six. And also there's a release date for the Oppenheimer movie that we've talked about a little bit. Okay. Which one of those do you want to go with first? Uh, Oppenheimer. All right. So this is a new Chris Nolan movie that has every fucking actor in Hollywood in it. And I mean, every single one, everyone from Florence Pugh all the way through to Cillian Murphy. Like you pick an actor. But is it all the people that are always in his movies? Yes, but also some new ones like Robert Downey Jr. is in there, for example. I don't think I've ever seen him in a uh, Chris in Nolan movie. Yeah, so everyone. Yeah. In fact, everyone except the people who are in The Grey Man. <laughs> it looks interesting, man. They, they released like Is a the protagonist it. in it? Uh, good question. I haven't seen... He might be. I don't know. Yeah. But look, I post on our, uh, on our Instagram. We are Podcast Assemble on Instagram. Check us out. Yeah. We've been pumping out some cool stuff for a little while if you want to get any other news updates. And uh, yeah, so we I posted that on there, and it's like it's a little teaser. It's giving you like it's giving you some really deep vibes. Like this is the man who held the world in his hands. It's good. It's very. I would expect. Well, I was really. I was expecting dry comedy <laughs> from Nolan <laughs> about Oppenheimer, yeah. the man who literally created the Slapstick. atomic bomb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Cillian Murphy tripping over his own feet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it up. I'm excited for this, man. It looks good. The release I, I, don't, I really want to be excited for it. Okay. But for some reason, like Tenant has really turned me off Nolan really? recently. Yeah. Do you think it was a bit like like self-indulgent? Not only that, I just I just wonder if he's still got it. Ooh. Don't say it. It's hard to it's mean to say, and like I've done nothing with my life in comparison. It's but, very true. But like I just, you know, as as somebody who enjoys movies, I haven't enjoyed the last few as much as okay. the, the ones before. Well, we've, I think we've done four episodes of our Chris Nolan anthology. Yeah. I think we should do one more and wrap it up. I think we should wrap up with your favorite. You can't wrap it up. He's still going. Well, I mean, we, I'd like to move on to another director at some point and talk about another director's movies. We could do that. We just let this go on in perpetuity. <laughs> yeah. 
Time is a flat circle. For anyone who's and new it's to the podcast, so. we literally have about 12 anthologies yeah. happening in the background now. I would like to do Inception with you, though. So I, We should I do Inception at some point. What, do you have any any news before we move on? Um, Matt Smith talks about the uh, the new Game of Thrones. What do you think he says? I heard about this. I think I sent you this, actually. Did you actually? What was it? He says that there might have been too much sex. <laughs> I think I sent you that. It's like, bro, it's not even out yet. Like, there must be a lot of sex. I mean, if it's anything compared to the first I mean, Game of Thrones. But it, there's also a lot of sex in the book. So, like... A lot of incest in those books. Well, you well, that as well. But um, Your favorite. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. Jamie and Cersei, it's your favorite. It's your power uh, couple. Anyway, the... Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It's like, I, I wonder if they like full on go like overboard. I surely they won't. It's not yeah. going to get like an 18 rating, is it? Surely not. I don't know. They want to get a big audience to it. It's, yeah, they're not going to give it that a fuck. Hand. It's HBO. The, so I, I read that and then I also read that the, the story will be different from the books, which I'm oh, good. kind of okay with. Yeah, I'm fine I don't want to have spoilers. If it's good for the storyline, that's good. As long as they don't have Dave and Dan back. Dave yeah, and Dan? Is that, is that the right names? D&D. D&D. The old uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it was a Dungeons and Dragons trailer at Comic Con, by the way, and it looked fun for like a movie. Yeah, so they're doing a movie with Chris Pine, so one of the Chris's, the one who was in Star Trek. I know, and it's like it's really quippy. It doesn't look like it takes itself very seriously. It looks fun. I'd be down to watch Probably it. I won't watch that. Check the trailer out. You'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, you, you might watch the trailer. Go actually. Yeah, give that, give, give that a go. Um, another random one I got for you. I'm oh, sorry. I'll, I'll no, shortly thereafter stop. Did you hear that Peter Jackson tried to use hypnosis to forget that he directed Lord of the Rings because he wanted to watch it like a true fan? You know the what? First time, <laughs> I never actually vibe with something more. I think you know this I mean? is like, a. I like, think this is a, an episode we have to do at some point. Yeah, movies that you wish you could forget, so you, you could watch them again. Yeah, them. yeah. Well, he he his is a bit of a twist on that because he's like, I was just too close to it, so I can't enjoy it. Yeah, but, like. I've actually vibed that. I was like, fuck this book I just read. I wish I could reread it for the first time. There's so yeah. many things I would love to do. That with. There, there's always, there's always the question though as well. Like, would you like, for example, like you could say you want to remove the dark Knight from your brain so you can rewatch the dark Knight movie. But then you've got to say, well, actually I'd have to move the dark Knight rises as well. Cause that builds on that character. So like there's a lot, you'd have to, you know, get, get around a few loops. Semantics. Yeah, exactly. We, I think that we assume that, you know, okay, right. So we're gonna just be like, yes. what's the, what's your top one? What what would uh, you remove if you could? My first, but the top one I could remove. Well, the other part is like just to go off on your semantical thing. If you if if you rewatched it and a bunch of stuff and you you remembered a bunch of stuff that was influenced by it, would it hit the same? Oh yeah, that's a good. You know, point. like yeah, after yeah. the fact, because you, you're kind of like, oh, but everyone like you know that's been done actually, and you're like, no, it was all inspired by the Dark Knight. So it's it's kind of like a dumb question to ask anyway, but. My top one that I would. <laughs> wow, you really want to run that. My top one that I would do. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I really really enjoy um, the Departed, but I. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a favorite. Don't know that like it would. It's it's one that I would do that for. I still okay. will enjoy watching it just because the acting's so good. That's fair. Whereas I feel like seeing things for the first time, they have to kind of like surprise you. I was coming in thinking that would be fucking good, and it was good. So I don't know. It's okay. a too too hard a question for me to answer. Maybe Harry Potter. Yeah, well, maybe the Harry Potter the books. books. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I hundred percent agree with that. That was probably yeah. my the first time I ever thought about this. It's just like such a nostalgic feeling. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had one in my head. You said one I would love, 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 love to be able to rewatch with completely fresh eyes is like Monty Python Quest for the Holy Grail. It's like 
that's my all-time favorite comedy. Like, I don't think I've ever fucking seen the whole thing. It's literally, oh my God, it's amazing. So like, you could Shapes. watch my face yeah, I <laughs> as I watch it for the just, first time. Just what I need to do. <laughs> Watching more of your face. Yeah. A uh, couple of quick bits of news then before we move on. Like I say, Rick and Morty got a release date. Did you hear that? It's coming out in September. Nah. I feel like season five burnt me a little bit. It wasn't, it was, it was a I lot just of like, things. I just like, I'm not about hyping this. Nah. It's like pretty good. Like, yeah. It's not as good as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah. I will watch it when it comes out. It's still a cartoon show. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, like, I feel like I, I feel like I was, I was like, that guy before. Yeah. But season five, I'm just like, you know what? I put it a bit in perspective. And I think that's what they want though. I think they want fans to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Cause they're a bit overzealous. Some of them like, it's a little. It's, I, I admit it's I was equal one of to them. like Archer for me, and Archer might be a bit higher because I actually, when Archer's at its peak humor, I laugh more than Rick and Morty. Oh, really? Peak humor because Rick and Morty's too like it's just a bit darker, which it's is not. True. There's nothing wrong with it, but like it's. I'm the darker of us, so yeah, it yeah, probably yeah. does resonate more with me. <laughs> I was born in it. Born in the dark. Born by it. <laughs> you merely adopted the dark. Uh, anyway, so, couple of final bits of move, yeah. news to move on from then. There was a Warner Brothers panel at Comic-Con. And apparently, I don't know if you heard this, but they... So, obviously, Warner Brothers got taken over by Discovery. Sorry. Yes, Warner Brothers got taken over by Discovery. Mm -hmm. And they are going to wipe the slate clean and aim for a new 10-year plan in the similar manner to how Disney did. So, basically, they're going to go like, so oh, fuck. So, they just like... Re we need to start again, guys. They... they uh, yeah. Yeah, they're freaking dumb, huh? Like it was almost like there was an uh, um, a genius to their madness. I know, you know what I mean? Because they could just like because they they just weren't they, they still made money because they weren't following yeah. any plan. They could just keep releasing Joker weird movies. shit. Well, they, they, you know they, what I mean? They're gonna and, release like, another Joker could, film anyway. That's my point. Yeah. And like it didn't have to matter, right? And there was like, an, well, as annoying as that was, well, there was like, a, but now MCU it's like formula. now they're gonna like evaluate them solely on this one criteria. Can you create like this? interconnected engaging world that affects each other that's like a hard thing to do yep and you you can't just like rehash that and be like i'll make another batman it's like golf right as soon yeah. as you start putting pressure on your swing yeah it's gonna be a shit swing yeah. it's and like don't put pressure on it just release something see if people like it and then maybe build from that. Don't there, don't be going old. And there's 10 no hope for them me. to like then be like change it again. Well, maybe they well maybe they can just keep doing that because yeah. they've been doing it. But well, I guess I guess so what is it going to be new characters like new actors? No, no. I mean, yeah, it's probably going to be new actors. It'll be all the same. Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman will be probably the main ones again. But then that's really I just weird. won't watch it, man. It's really weird because I'm just, I'm, I refuse. Yeah, but obviously they've got Aquaman and they've got the Flash movie just like sat there. And obviously I know why they're not. Releasing the Flash movie because Ezra Miller's gone fucking nuts. I don't know what's happened since, but oh, a lot of things. Um, but like they're they're obviously just sat there, and it's like, are they gonna we're gonna release Aquaman too? Can we update our rating scheme already? Can we do that? We want to update our famous rating scheme already. Yeah, that is why I'm mad at this. Precisely. Yeah. Anyway, that's happening apparently, and then there was obviously the Marvel Comic Con panel, which had a lot of things, and there was a lot of things they didn't announce. Remember when we used to make fun of them for being like. Look at this blank slot. Untitled on, on, film five. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they released the whole of... Uh, Release phase, TBD. Yeah, phase six. And it's like, there's three things on there. Cool. <laughs> like what? Untitled phase four. So many untitled. I didn't, Movie. I wanted to make a video about that, how stupid that was. Director TBD. Yeah, actor exactly. TBD. Release date TBD. TBD. But they did, they did announce there's two upcoming 
Avengers movies. Now that's a big deal. So they've got Avengers Dynasty, Kang Dynasty. Who are the and Avengers? And they have Secret days? Wars. Who's the Avengers? These well, well, that's it. Secret Wars is gonna be like the end game, right? Of this, of course. Uh, and and Secret Wars in the comics, there's it's a big like. We've heard you talk about this. You have yeah, heroes but, versus villains, big yes, old. Like but there's ver- a couple and, and versions a, of heroes. There's a couple of them, yeah. And, so yeah. where they were making all these grandioso statements about people who could show up in Multiverse of Madness, they could actually show up in this. Yes, they could. Tom Cruise, for example. So apparently, well, we'll do one more Marvel thing. Did you see while we're here? The trailer for Black Panther Forever. I saw one of the first ones, yeah. The trailer for Black Panther Forever yeah, yeah. looks insane. Yeah. It looks I mean, amazing. They were, it was a really... I mean, the music looks dope as well. It sounds good. Yeah, well. the whole thing. Everything that you thought was going to be dope about that trailer is dope. The big question is, what the fuck is the plot about? Which Well, Namor the Submariner is coming up. He's there, Aquaman. He's coming up. And apparently in the comics... Apparently in the comics... In the comics... There's been beef between Wakanda and Atlantis. Not Atlantis in this, but and and the the sea dwellers. Mm. As long as time, the fish people, the fish peoples, and uh, yeah. So he's apparently in the comics, uh, mutant as well. One of the first mutants. Sick. Bringing more mutants into the MCU. <laughs> Sick. We got yes. yes I'm but in. look, if you if you're interested in hearing me complain about the MCU, I released a video on YouTube while you were away. I was going to do a lot more than I did. Didn't get around to it. But this one is just called Why I Hate the MCU. I don't actually hate the MCU. But it's fun. To it's part of the conceit, about. isn't it's it? Fun, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's good fun. Uh, hit, it up, hit it have a look. We're just Podcast Assemble on YouTube too. Will do. Um, Any final thoughts before we move on? I guess I have a question for you after all that Please. Marvel news. How do we feel you know, about Phase 4 and how it's, how it's done, like how it's performed, making us care about the characters that are supposed to drive this entire next multiverse saga and when i say that compare that to you know the first couple phase or i guess the first phase of the infinity stone saga well 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 someone's not watched my youtube video (laughs) (laughs) no i have not Uh, honestly uh, i'm bored do you care about anyone I've even lost a bit of interest in Thor, which is, you know, really wow, difficult that's, to and do. that's a spoiler for me because I haven't even seen it. No, it's one. not. Like, it's 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 a good movie. Uh, we'll probably talk about it when it yeah. comes to streaming. It's fine. Like, I, I just think that they made... The movies they made during lockdown really suffered. So this is the last one I think they made fully during lockdown. Mm. When everything... Like, as in... So, like, they literally couldn't do anything yeah like other than sit on a green screen and, and create these movies you can tell how much they suffered like really this... it's that so you you take it from that angle and it but it, I, I think so all right here, here, here it is right so in in my youtube video plug again there i found that there's some stats right so yeah. phase one of the mcu there was around 12 hours of content yes phase two of the mcu was about the same too much of a good thing Phase three went up to about 24 hours. Understandable that they, they, they increased it to an extra movie a year and they had the event, the, the two big ass Avengers movies. Yeah. Phase four, which is only a year and a half in ish, maybe slightly more, already over 50 hours of content. Mm. Five zero. That's too much. That's just too much content. Like that's including all the TV stuff, um, the animated stuff, the movies. And I, I just don't have the capacity anymore it begs the question which of the stuff is the actual homework that needs to be done well yeah it can't exactly. all be you know what i mean it cannot all be and there's things that i'm uh, 
So they're obviously going down a route of two different angles. They want their street-level heroes, who are going to be your Daredevils, your Spider-Mans, that type of thing. Then there's going to be cosmic heroes, which uh, we're not 100% sure yet, but obviously Thor, Guys of the Galaxy, even though that trilogy's finishing. Probably Nova at some point, maybe Adam Warlock. Things like that. They're going down these two routes, which is great. And you can probably, at some point, it's going to be clearly delineated, and then they'll cross over for the Avengers. Great. But at the minute, it's just so, like, it. it's just everything's up in the air. They're just throwing shit at the wall. And it doesn't really best. feel connected. Yet no, nothing, no. And not only that, I don't care about anyone. I think it would really help mm. for Daredevil and Spider-Man to bro out. Mm. I'd care a lot more. Absolutely. But they, that's going to be tough to do because obviously Spider-Man's still Sony property. Yeah, I know. But like that, I think that's what's missing. Like They're missing like those three primary characters that we care about. Like yeah. I can buy I can buy Doctor Strange. I can buy Spider-Man. Like that's the movie that hit the hardest of this last phase. Yeah, for sure. I can buy that. I need one more. I don't know who it is. It's not Shang-Chi yet. No, not for me either. It's uh, not. Interestingly, who else is there? Interestingly, I rewatched the Doctor Strange movie, yeah. The Multiverse of Madness on the small screen, so just at home with uh, mm. my partner, you know, get getting her up to date with the MCU. And uh, it was way better on a second viewing. Like, I think... I enjoyed it on a first viewing. Yeah. But, like, even yeah. even better than that. Like, yeah. I think it's a case of there was less expectation around it, so I could just sort of enjoy it for what it was, which was, like, a interesting, slightly horrified Marvel movie. Mm. And I think that's maybe the problem. Like, my, uh, everyone's expectations are so high going into, like, the cinemas nowadays. Well, also, like, MCU is, like, it's a product of their own success, right? Yeah, for like, sure. But I, I just think that they are missing it. And, and maybe that's what Fantastic Four will bring. Maybe. But that's but, not till phase six now, I think. You know, you were hoping that, like, Eternals would bring it. It didn't really. No. And, that's and the one is. person, Kit Harrington, that, like, did well in that movie was, like, barely in it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm waiting for the guys that I want to, and girls that I want to, like, root and care about. Yeah, for and sure. there's just not enough of them right now. And, and I think and I think one thing as well that we've talked about a couple of times, and we'll, we'll get off this in a minute. Sorry, guys. Yeah. But I think one thing that we've talked about is that they are clearly trying to build like a couple of different Avengers teams, including like a young Avengers. Ugh, but it's and dumb, isn't it? I, I say this in my YouTube video, like, who is it for? It's not for me. I think I just have to be, I think I just have to be comfortable with the fact that I don't have to watch everything they put out. I haven't Ms. Marvel, I didn't watch it. I, yeah. I, we watched like the first two episodes and like, it was interesting. I loved what they're doing with the cultures. I thought the characters were fantastic in terms of how they've been portrayed. It was bright. It was colorful. I enjoyed like the everything about it, but it just wasn't for me. Like I think I said this before. So like I saw what I fell off it because it was aimed at younger. There's just too much good people shit younger out there. than me. I'm yeah. old. I get it. But it was yeah. Like there's too there's too much. Fifty yeah. hours is too much stuff. There's too much good stuff out there to be watching that. Anyway. Anyway, look. If you guys disagree with us, if you think there isn't too much stuff, if you if you liked Ms. Marvel. Let us know. You can find us at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. Which tells makes Dre us, off. Yeah, tell me off. <laughs> Which uh, leads, We're asking provocative questions. Yeah, that, that takes us on 20-minute tangents. That's fine. Which leads me to the great content that's out there that's non-Marvel. Non-Marvel, the main topic of today. What's non-Marvel? What did we watch, Tommy? We watched... What was recommended to us by a few friends of the show, including friend of the show, Jacob, and friend of the show, Matt. Thank you for the recommendation mm. and sending the trailer however long ago. We watched a movie called Bullet Train. We did. Do you want to preface it a little bit? 
Yeah. Uh, we watched, I mean, do you want the, the plot? Or are we doing dumb summaries first? Let's see, should we, should we, I think we should do dumb summaries. Let's go, for, let's go straight into dumb summaries. Yeah. I can't remember if I did one, but you go. <clears throat> if Rush Hour and Snatch had a baby with a Cali hippie and an honorable samurai. <laughs> I like that. A Cali hippie. Yeah. It's a fucking good movie, man. I, uh, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. My, mine is a lot simpler than that. And I think I may have forgotten to finish it, but I just said, <laughs> if Kill Bill was written and directed by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, kind of, yeah. It's that quippiness, you know, yeah. it's that type of humor. So before we get into it then, do you want to guess for me what the IMDb score is for this? Uh, God, that's hard. I think it should be like an eight, five, but it won't be. It will be a seven, nine. It's a seven five. It's not bad. It's yeah. uh, it's kind of middling. Rotten Tomatoes percentage. Uh, it's uh, I I saw this, so I'm cheating. It's seventy eight. It's not. It's, it's fifty four. Se- it's seventy eight audience, fifty four uh, critic. It's fifty four. Yeah. yeah. We go with the critic on this. And Metacritic. but I thought that was a, the reason I I mentioned is because I thought that was a pretty good representation of like how I I agree completely. Yeah. Agree. I think critics it would have look been down received. on this movie. Yeah. And Metacritic finally. Six. 60. Oh, wow, you're getting real high for this. It's 49. I, I like this movie. I do too. It was directed by uh, David Litch, who did John Wick, Deadpool 2, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. A very action-heavy director. Very gung-fu. Yeah. Gung-fu? I never said that right. And the, the cast is just phenomenal. How they got all these people in a room, I've got no idea. It's Brad Pitt, uh, Joey King, it's Aaron Taylor-Johnson. It's Brian Tyree Henry, Henry, who you know from The Eternals. It's got... Uh, Hiroki Sedana, who's obviously uh, Mortal Kombat, Wolverine. He's amazing. Yeah. It's got, I will find him. It's got our, our great Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, who As the pops up, who's amazing. Sandra Bullock's in this. Bad Bunny's in this. Jose Beats is in this. It's got uh, Karen Fukunagawa, who you know from The Boys, who's just like a random cameo. Bro, it has Masi Oka. Who is? The conductor. <laughs> Who's also a hero from... A I think you said that. Hero from Heroes. He's anyway. the dude from Heroes. Yeah. And before we move on from cast then, do you want to preface the point and why we talk about goofiest INDB pick? The point? Okay, yes. <laughs> the point is every now and again when we're scrolling through, back in the day when we were scrolling through IMDB to prep or, or talk about the podcast, we'd find a random headshot that just didn't quite <laughs> add up. And it's really just, you know, if you're if you're imagining I am to be as this great, you're an actor, you're trying to make a name for yourself, and this is a great platform for you to get your name out there. These IMD headshot conversations are all about why did you think this is the one that you should have yeah, yeah. picked? Why is this your IMDb picture? So week to week, we do a battle of the we goofiest do. IFDB, IMDb pictures. And really, you got to frame it as... This is supposed to be, you know, your headshot for the world <laughs> as an actor. And this is what you put. That's what defines Goofy. This is what the, you put? The context. Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's, it's supposed to be a professional shot. We Not not many of them are. Not, I'm not in, sure you'd be surprised with that. <laughs> not in this category, now, at least. Interestingly, yeah. I went with one that wasn't as Goofy as normal this week, but just a bit like, why on earth does this actor yeah. have this IMDb picture? So this week's challenger is none other than Mr. Channing Tatum. And that IMDb picture is just weird. 
There's so many better pictures so of him. Any, any picture is better than that. <laughs> that is weird. The, the He's just picture, like getting interviewed at a rave. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, pi- the picture where you accidentally open your phone on like, a, and the camera's facing you. Yeah. That's better than this picture. Yeah, he fair. looks like he's tweaking, man. It's yeah. such an odd picture. Like, look that at his face. He's a fun cameo in this. But you can let me know then, is this IMDb picture of Channing Tatum better or worse than our... And current MVP, who you remember as Frost Giant from uh, one of the ones while you were away, Mr. Pat Duke. You remember Frost Mr. Ch- Pat Duke? Oh, I forgot about Pat, but how could I? Because, I mean, it's creepy. I got to give it to Tatum, Tatum just, though. Just remi- remind yeah, me. Oh, yeah, I got to remind. Sorry, I forget. To, this is not a viewing experience. Um, yeah, he's wear- He's just really bent over and happy about it. <laughs> he's a wearing, Wiggles guy. Wearing, yeah, that is, it looks like he's leaning in for a group shot of the Wiggles yeah. and everyone else is cut out, but he's also got like this 70s shirt on that you'd probably appreciate. I would love it. Yeah, you're right. Um, I love a party shirt. With a bit of a, you know, curly fro. I don't really know. He's man. a weird looking bloke. Yeah, it's just a weird position. So you're going to go with Channing just on the just basis Just on the of- basis of how big he is and how just... Flat mediocre that picture is. So mediocre. Yeah, like it's surely you've got a publicist, Channing. Yeah, exactly. Like I had a, I can I can I can justify old what's that guy's name that we were just looking at? Pat's you. I can I can justify Pat, right? That guy yeah. doesn't have a publicist. You have a publicist. Yeah, of course. Get on this. You're he paying her a lot of money. Probably a lot of money. I'm at assuming least a PR, it's a her, but at least a PR person. Yeah. I have a, I have a question for you. Yes. Really quickly before we move on. Do you think we should do like a bracket of IMDb pictures? I mean, we we're, we are on episode I think seventy four now. We should have at least a good build a bracket. That sounds like a lot of effort. forty of these. We could we could try. We could do like a separate YouTube thing. We could do it. I think it should almost be like a, a Instagram poll, oh, kind of like the love corporate bo- bros like tech love battle. It. <laughs> yeah, and of course we Plug we do bro. have uh, <laughs> we do have precedence for this. I was on Super Smash Bros a couple of weeks ago. Those guys do fantastic brackets. It's uh, all about different uh, fictional characters. Yeah. We can do it for these terrible IMDb yeah. pictures, perhaps. <laughs> what we'll do is then we will put a current MVP and opponent on our Instagram and let you guys let Have us know who vote. you think vote is better or worse. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this goddamn movie. Let's do it. You up for it? I am. You want to go? A, you want to go? I'll go. You want to go? No, actually, I'm a peaceful guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm a ladybug. How interesting. I want to... You know, uh, this is based on a book, right? I didn't know that. By Kotaro Izaka. Is it true to the book? Did you Did you do any research? I didn't do that much research. Yeah. I just know that it's based on a book. A tr- so I guess like the high level is where we follow a train filled with assassins. In particular, Ladybug is our first... Mr. Bradley Pittle. Uh, yeah, is our first insight. It kind of almost like... I don't know if he's a pacifist assassin, but he's definitely a, a peace-first peace style assassin. He's an assassin who's been to one of those yoga retreats. Yes, and that's a good he's like, ah, I'm so zen. Yeah, he's a zen out assassin. Uh, I'm and- happy now. Yeah. and we find a uh, we follow him through a train filled with other assassins as they battled out with really an unclear goal yeah that's (laughs) that's the thing i like about this because they've all got slightly different objectives it's not like yeah it's not like capture the flag it's Uh, like everyone's like maybe i'll kill this guy and take a brief with a bit of a confusing you know yes for all of them really yes and the thing i loved about this movie was and you called it actually quite early on it's very guy Ritchie. yeah Uh, it's like it's like you you sort of thrown into this world a little bit like John Wick in a sense where like you're just like a 
assumed to believe that all of this is just normal. Like yeah, this you is just, normal. You just have to, to accept guys. it. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. And you don't get any backstory immediately. What happens is you get these like flashbacks that drag you right out of the film, throw you into the flashback. You watch it, you get that hit of information, then you're thrown back to where you were and you carry and on. Tarantino does that sometimes yes. too. So it's stylistically, it's not that similar to Tarantino, other than that, like he kind of does those weird little offshoot intros for, of like a past act a character has done to accentuate the moment that you're viewing in the present. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, it's a yeah. non-linear narrative. Yeah. Effectively. And I, I think that worked really well for this. Um, like the one thing that I wrote down in big capsules was, this movie is not like breaking any new ground. Like it's not challenging the zeitgeist in any way, shape or form, but it's just a lot of fun. No, but that doesn't, yeah, it doesn't mean it's not a good movie. Like was Snatch challenging the zeitgeist? It was very different. I don't remember any films like Snatch at the time. Other than that's a good Stop, point. Maybe back his, then it was more yeah. original. Yeah. I, th I think that uh, sort of, that's fair. Yeah. But like, this is not yeah. in any sense, but in yeah. a good, in a good way. Like I think it leans on a few like tropes that it does in fun ways. But in the same at the same time, like uh, uh, at the same time, it isn't breaking that ground. It's Super self indulgent. In yeah. That, though. Oh my but god. But towards like, the end, it gets yeah, way self indulgent. Yeah. But it, overall, like for the first two thirds of the movie, it's like yeah. really, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, completely. Because it's like so well executed. Um, Enjoyably, yeah. Yeah. I think there are two uh, from my perspective, and stop me if you think I'm wrong. There are there are lots of characters that we're introduced to. Like I said, there's the Aaron Taylor Johnsons and, and Brian Tyree Henry working together. That's from the trailer. Uh, there are a bunch of other people, but there are two real key plot line, kind of plots, you would call them. There's, there's no real plot to it, but like, other yeah. than these guys trying to stay alive. There's uh, Brad Pitt's sort of assassin who's trying not to assassinate people yeah, on, doing his best on to... a job. What's the word? He's like an amicable. Yeah. And and really like... Uh, Hard to describe. Uh, what like I, I'm trying to think of, there's a word for it and I can't think of it. Well, you think of it while we're yeah. talking. Uh, and the other one is... And the other kind of side to this is there's a father who's on the train who's sort of grieving for his son who's been pushed off a roof. And the reason he's on this train is because he's looking for the person who did it. Yes. Now, the the story basically throws you in with all these characters and weaves their backstories into... So it, it goes back to weave the story forward, if that makes sense. Yeah. You have to know where they came from to know where they're going to go. <laughs> and I liked that. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. And all their backstories sort of crescendoed at the same time, interestingly. That part annoyed me. Yes. Kind of towards the end. We'll but, talk about that. But in in general, like I think that it's just like a really, really fun, funny movie. Oh, my God. The humor Hilarious was, The movie. humor was on. Super there was funny. a point, and I don't know if you noticed, I hoped you didn't at the time, because for some reason of all empty spots in that cinema, there was a two, a couple sat right next to us, if you noticed. They could have sat anywhere. They yeah. It chose to remain. Well, no, it actually got more filled as the day went on. Ah, okay, yeah. I must have missed that. As the but there was there was a bit that was like laugh out loud funny to the point where I took a swig of my water at the exact moment something out. happened and it went fucking everywhere. <laughs> like, I, I, like I had this big furry jumper on, you know, the one I was wearing earlier. I had this big furry thing on, and literally it was covered. And I was like. Fuck, I hope he didn't notice that. <laughs> what, like the rain inside? Yeah, yeah. It was like we were in a 4D cinema experience and it was uh, raining. <laughs> the hue was great. Like, I thought it was like, it wasn't over it wasn't overdone and i think when you watch there were parts that well the humor wasn't no 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 when you watch like yeah. a ryan reynolds movie like i was joking about before yeah. or an mcu movie in a lot of cases now the two only types of movies people see at the cinema mm. it's often too quippy and i think this got the balance right between the dark humor the quips and just 
letting people play out their roles. I, I agree up to a point. Okay. And I'm kind of spoiling one of my three words, but I think that Brad Pitt, sometimes some of his ad libs went a bit too long. Like you could tell they were ad libs and he was like playing the like, I'm cool. We're communicative. Like the word that I can't figure out. Uh, and it was just like, it went on a bit too much. And I, I think I must've like, spaced a, out a couple that. times. I was like, that should have been a quick edit out. Like, but it's Brad Pitt. So they're going to let him out. They're going to let it go. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? What, what do you think of his and performance? Then? Do you think he was good? Overall good. Yeah. I think Overall, he was really good, good, but he was the one where a couple of them was like, he's almost playing himself too much here. He's bugging yeah. me. Okay. I mean, um, I, I personally really like the Aaron Taylor Johnson yeah, and Brian Tyree Henry. Stand That's out. too many names for two people. I, I, I was going to say Aaron Taylor Johnson is the dumbest name ever. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I get it. <laughs> bad. Bad. Oh, I took I too long for really that. Good. Anyway, we'll cut that. Ta- yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson is the dumbest name ever. And <laughs> But Tangerine and Lemon, the supposed brothers. Yes. I really liked that. Uh, they, dynamic. they were so good. They, they were, were the best part together. of the movie for sure. I'm not sure. I think Brian Tyree Henry is actually English and that was an awful accent. It was so bad. He's not actually English. One of them is. Is it is Aaron Taylor Johnson? English? Aaron Taylor Johnson is English. Okay, right. Because he's of some kind. He's was well pretty bad as well. <laughs> because like see, I didn't I didn't think that his was bad, but I definitely kind of noticed that his, the other guys was kind of layered on. Yeah, it was. But odd. apparently, he worked really hard on it, and a lot of people are saying it's good. So I don't know. Maybe mm. you just are too. You you've never said mm. any American with an English accent. I think they just trying to do this London accent in it, and it's like that's not what English people sound <laughs> that, like. That's that's what Aaron Taylor Johnson did. That's what I mean. English. It's like it's it's his accent. His accent was bad anyway. Yeah. Uh, I I think in terms of like other performances, I like the little cameos you got. We mentioned a couple. You obviously had the, the dude from Heroes. You obviously had uh, Karen Fukuhara. Uh, it was you just had, fun. You had uh, Channing Tatum, or Channing just in the there for no reason. IMDb picture. Sandra Bullock in there for some reason. Yeah. Um, sort of a spoiler, Channing's but not. is the weird... Why, he must be into weird sex shit I because think, there's so many movies that kind of jab at that. Do they? Think about like End of the World where they make him just like oh, yeah. a gimp. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I mean, maybe just he's the only one who's happy to take the piss out of himself. Yeah, that maybe much. that's it too. It's probably he probably just give a fuck. He's like, yeah, right. Whatever. But it's kind of like it's happened enough that I'm. Like, yeah, I like I like that cameo. It was weird. On. And yeah. so basically, what what the was going stuff? on? Yeah. So basically, what happens is at the beginning, uh, you, you Brad Pitt's character enters the train. He's got a job. He's supposed to pick up a briefcase, and then you have introduced all these other characters who are going along who are mostly assassins. Also assassins. By the end of it, I think all of them. So yeah, uh, what happens is the train gets uh, emptier and emptier as they go down. You re- don't know this at the time. Actually, we called it out. We said, we were yeah. like, what what are real people doing on this? But it, it happens that people were getting off and the tickets were getting thinner and thinner. So it could just be the assassins on the train. And we'll talk about why in a minute. But like you were introduced to the the Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Tangerine and Lemon as as a couple uh, a couple of brothers they're kind of like yeah, adopted marks. brothers of some but, kind yeah and they were they were trying to transport this uh big yakuza influences son along the train and keep the, along with the ransom money the that ransom was given to well. like actually capture him from by someone else and that's when the first conceit happens and and the first couple interact because obviously uh, Brad Pitt picks up the briefcase and, and then Brad Pitt's job is to get this briefcase, which he knows nothing about, which we, is obviously connected to these guys. Jobs. Exactly. So you start, you're like, okay, something's weird's happening here. And I, I, I quite like how that built. So, and then like right after that, Brad Pitt almost gets killed by exactly. some guy that he remotely remembers from his past in a different assassination job. I thought the wolf character was a bit odd. 
It was, but that was kind of the funny part. Yeah, <laughs> it was very Kill Bill that one. I yeah, was a bit yeah, like it was yeah. just this dude who didn't really say anything, yeah. and then, but then like his body, like so Brad Pitt kills. It's like this, used the throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Once he dies, he he is like a prop for the rest yeah, of the movie. It's yeah, great. It's I don't good. know if we're spoiling things with that, but he is like that's what he and like he finds out about some other assassins from it, and uh, it's real fun. I liked it. That dude's. I think. I think he's in. He's either a rapper or something. He's in music some, somehow. And he is like so over the top in this. It's great. <laughs> I like that the characters kind of all went back to that wedding as well. Yeah. I think that's in the a trailer lot of too. Them. Yeah. yeah. Any, any standout performances from your side? Uh, yeah, I think it, it has to be Aaron Taylor Johnson and yeah. uh, well, like Lemon and, and Tangerine. Tangerine. They, yeah. were, they were so good. They were good fun. And just like the on it, you, you made fun of his accent, but I didn't think it was that bad with, uh, with Tangerine. Or is it Lemon? Lemon. Both of them. <laughs> well, I, I'm talking about Lemon, black guy. Uh, in, yeah, Tyree Henry. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, his whole Thomas the Train engine. Ah, oh, so funny. Is so fucking. So funny. interesting. So basically, he he classifies people based off characters from Thomas the <laughs> Thomas. Engine. It's not even the tank. It's the tank engine. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so he'll he'll just like label them and evaluate their character and evaluate his decision on how he's going to deal with them based off of you know, yeah these five characters. <laughs> so weird. And it's just like it's one so of weird. yeah. If you've seen that one of the characters, it's like a, I guess a villain. I saw it as a kid. I don't remember Diesel. That does it, come back at the end though. Yeah. I like how that comes back. It came at the back. End. It was it's it was good. like a theme through the movie. It's it's good. Like and, kind of like not, I wouldn't go as far as world building, but it's good build, character building. In that, oh, it's in that just respect. hilarious. But like thinking yeah. of the world building, like I think I mentioned it a moment ago, it is a bit John Wick esque. Like you are kind of thrown in. You are expected to just believe that all these assassins could just be getting away with this with civilians all around them. What do you what do you think of the of the world building in that respect? I I think that like. It's its tone is pretty much the same way throughout. So you, and it's moved so fast, yeah, that you never really have like to, a bullet train. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, it, honestly, it's like that's probably I've a missed you. Right. A All my weirdness is coming out now. That's I've, a, I've that's not a had a, I'm not an outlet for this. No, that's a, that's like a four weeks. It was for sure meant like the the speed and pace of the movie aligned sure. the name for sure. And uh, but it, it, it wasn't rushed. No, it was fast paced, but no. it wasn't rushed. And it was, and there were slow moments, but yeah. like. I guess like you were you were kept off your feet with what was going on so much that you never stopped to think like why would this happen in this train and like what would these people do like it, you just didn't think about that because well, you did think about that at one point because you literally said it to me when you you leaned over to me and says like what what are the normal people doing at this point like what, what are yeah the- but that was at the end and that and like uh, or like three fourths through which spoiler alert, we'll talk about later yeah we there's that they kind of give you a little they give themselves an out there yeah I, actually, um, I quite like that yeah. It's 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 a bit of a. It's like, just like thinking about it, you know. Yeah, just thinking about it, giving that. But they 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 gave, they they clearly had thought one step ahead. Yeah. Because I think I think the conceit was said the exact moment you turn around <laughs> yeah. to me and ask that question. Yeah. yeah. But uh, overall, like it's it's like the pacing is really good, and yeah. there's slow moments, but the slow moments are like the dialogue so good, yeah, and the acting so good that you don't even you know it's not like it's forcing it. You it's not like it's pushing this movie to be something it's not it's yeah. like still kind of this witty off balance quickly things are changing off balance is such a yeah, good word for this like movie, yeah. movie and because it just keep you it keeps you on your toes yeah. like it, it flits between characters and like yes there's pov characters but at the same time it's constantly bouncing between other people's and you're seeing their backstories and going oh yeah that's interesting then they intersect and you're like it's that off balance. It's like, oh, they intersected there. That's interesting. It keeps you interested in the characters because you're learning more about them as they're doing all these crazy things. Yeah. That's interestingly one thing yeah. that I haven't found in a lot of the new MCU movies. I'm just not interested in the characters. No, it just kind of feels like there's like big swaths of the movie that 
like are just cookie cutter placed there where yeah, you're so supposed to watch. Whereas like let's not talk about the MCU. But no, but but I'm saying like the fighting moved the plot, or the fighting was interwoven with like amazing comedy. Think of like each fight scene, the quiet room fight scene. Oh yeah, it's great. Like that's in the trailer. Constant comedy that. while you're in a fight, right? About and, and, them fighting in this uh, quiet train room without anyone noticing. But like just the action in general was yeah. great. But that that scene specifically, like. The use of all the different... In fact, you know what? Through the whole film, the use of props to, like, have fights and be, like, engaging. Yeah. So, uh, the bit, for example, he just shoves the golf club through the door. Yeah. And he creates this blockade and the dude's, like, fucking shoots the door. It's great. It's it's amazing. And, well, just, like, uh, without spoiling it, I'm going to name some fights and just think about every single one of these had its own, like, tone and humor in it and moved the plot forward. Sure. Quiet room fight. Bar cart fight. Ah, oh, very fun. Apology fight. I can't remember what that one is. But very okay. end. Oh, sure. Yeah. When Lemon and, and what's his name are making up. Sure. Or uh, is it Lemon? Yeah, it's Lemon. And then the only one that was kind of like, but it still had its own tone, but was not really necessarily funny was Samurai fight. Yeah, the, fu- the final yeah. fight. Yeah. yeah. I, you, you're right. It did. It all, it all had its it had its moments. I really like that. There's, there's, we're introduced to a character partway through who uses the, the venom of a... a what was this? Forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the, not, the not a boom, boom slang. Boom slang snake yeah. to kill our victims, and it's really interesting that you've been seeing that the whole way through, but you've just not connected it together. Yeah, as 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 a string of uh, contained events all from the same thing, and it, it's just really fun. And that fight scene alone, where it's the only thing she's trying to do is stab him with with this needle. Yeah, and like that's the whole fight scene. Yeah, really interestingly shot and done, and how he gets out of it, like <laughs> when he's about when he's been stabbed by one. Really fun. Yeah, should we talk about action and that kind of stuff? Because we're kind of getting into we it. Yeah, anyway. we're talking about action. Uh, the choreography was super good. It was like reminded me of like as I said, Rush Hour, my dumb summary, yeah. like how they wove comedy and like operated with props like you're saying and then yeah. just also just like the tight spaces yeah it's great like they made you f- they were fighting tight spaces and you felt it the way the fights happened and how they how they were choreographed now not this yeah. this is too far but i feel like it had as much care not saying it's as good as but i think it had the same amount of care as like uh, the raid you know the movie the raid i don't know it it's amazing it's contained tight spaces and they're going up through buildings uh, uh, it's it's got that much care to it that it feels like it's like everything every detail is thought out yeah. all the way down to the fact that they, the whole conceit of the movie they finally call it out at the end it's great yeah and they were talking about like apparently they were the actors were super involved in that like during one point they're like should we shove these chopsticks in his nose because they're in like like <laughs> the, the food cart area very, and, uh, you know it's like they very everything everywhere apparently they were super involved and i just I, I, david leach did did all that great. stuff and yeah. it's really good what do you think of the music i thought it was uh, i broke down that the the soundtrack was pretty funny like yeah it, it was great the mood of the movie yeah. like when the songs hit you'd be like kind of cracking up but also like amped i think they used the the, the silence and, and just the fight choreography noises and a lot really of well. like japanese versions that's the point yeah, yeah I think. which was really cool i like that a lot look let's shimmy on then i mean we've talked about the cgi it was crap uh the tones and themes were there any did you, did you say yeah luck and fate yeah okay or luck versus fate i should say like i think there's a pretty I, i'm gonna butcher the line but there's like a line by the main samurai dude towards the end of the movie where he's talking to brad brad pitt who's like i am like the un- most unlucky dude because every time like he goes on a job a bunch of people die and he's like totally trying to be like a communicative yep non-violent assassin where possible and 
he there's a line that says something like uh you never know what bad luck you had avoided like some terrible caused you to avoid some terrible outcome yeah and so it's kind of just like you know it's there's, there's a constant t- theme of like just take the good with the bad like yeah there's yeah. a lot of fatherhood in there as well. Yeah. Like that everyone seems to be a father of someone in this. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I would actually argue that's like one of the bad parts. The weaker th- yeah. tones. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say so too, yeah. All right. Three best and three worst. What we do here is we talk about three reasons why you might want to see this movie in a good way and three reasons why you might not want to see this movie uh, in a bad way. That doesn't make sense. I don't know why I said Just it that without way. without spoiling. Without level. spoiling before we get into spoilers. Uh, it's an amazing, best. amazing character chemistry. Yeah, okay. Got it. And then acting, uh, the choreography like was again, not an MC movie where you're just seeing a fight and it's like, Oh, I guess that's well choreographed. It's like, it was well choreographed around the plot and the humor. Yep. Like the plot devices were involved. The yep. humor like drove it and, and kind of mixed up the pace. And then overall, man, it was just, it was just a really fun movie. Yeah. It's entertaining. All, all the elements came together to make it a fun film. I completely agree. It was so much fun at times. Yeah. Uh, I put, I have, uh, uh, Bradley Pitley, just Bradley Pitley, the cons like the conflicted hitman. It's just delightful, like yeah. the way he does it. Like he's constantly like, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt anyone, but then he is hurting people, yeah. like the whole way through. Like yeah. even when he's trying not to, he's still. A- it's great, like it's it's well executed. Um, it's nothing new, but it's it's fun. Uh, I thought the conceits keeping him on the train. So like every time, so at every stop on the bullet train. Uh, Brad Pitt's ladybug would try and get off, but there was always something yeah, it was just like that, that was stopping him. It was him kind of or... almost like a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. And I really enjoyed that because it was a case of the first thing you say is just get off. Yeah. And he can't because every time he gets, yeah, tries to. Like, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's always like, oh God. And uh, my last one's just the hu- the humor is is great in this. Like, I spat my drink out. It's that. It's, it's, <laughs> he it's not. Did. It's not lat funny, but it is funny. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it's, it's, fucking, it's that funny. Like there were moments where you like, if you weren't prepared, obviously, like I yourself. was clearly not prepared. Yeah, uh, neither I, was my jacket. I. It kind of felt like for so. I, I should say three words. Yeah, it did kind of feel like the plot became a bit too self indulgent towards the oh, end. Yeah, and like honestly, sometimes, and I'll talk about it in spoilers, but like sometimes, like like the multi threaded, like the what's the. What's the word for this? Marionette. The marionette, like it was all too perfect and yeah, too intertwined agreed. and too convenient. We'll and talk easy. about that. Yeah. Um, I, I also thought Brad Pitt at times, like I already talked about it, his ad lib moments could have been cut. Like he's a bit too much mm. at times for me, but overall it was great. Mm. Um, and then the third act just kind of drags. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't, I think wouldn't you agree? CGI in the final act. Yeah, it just kind of drags. It's like it, it didn't okay. need to be that way. It'd be better without it. Well, I've got... Um, I've already said it, but like you're not getting anything new in this movie. Like it's not, it's not changing any anyone's like opinion of cinema. Like it's it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's big dumb, but it's not pushing anything forward. Uh, I've also said there's almost too many like Chekhov's guns in this. I don't know if you noticed that. Well, there like, is. There's the boom, but but they were used in unique ways. I think. Yeah, I agreed. I, yeah. I liked. I there's liked the boom what slang. they did all of them. And there was the gun, and then there was there's the, the gun, the boom slang, the briefcase. The, and after a while, I was like, the, the, the there was the bulletproof vest. Oh, I gotta stop because I'm spoiling yeah, but, things. But but yeah. it's 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 interesting because I feel like it had to pay off so much at the end. I was like, how the fuck are they gonna fit all those things in? Like even the tangerine reference got paid off at the end it's not even a reference it's just a thing and yeah i was a bit like they either painted themselves so many things they had to do them or they were like let's just do everything yeah but it helped because you're just like constantly juggling things in your head i think it helped to like the kind of chaos of the movie 
off balance, did you say? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the last one was, it, it was just, just a little cliche at times, just a little bit. Like, I felt there was some bits of it. I was like, oh. It was definitely cliche. At times. Well, there was like, the cliche parts almost didn't fit the movie. I was like, yeah. why? You know, and now we'll talk about it. All right. So our final question is what we did a long time ago. We decided that the most average movie we could possibly think of is the movie Ackerman 2018. Now, we don't do five stars. We don't do a, we don't do ten bullet no, trains out of seven bullet trains. <laughs> we just asked the question: Is this on movie... time or delayed? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is this movie better or worse than the most mediocre movie we can think of? Dio. Uh, I would say it's definitely like quite significantly better. I would say it's better too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for all the reasons we've talked about, but also because like. If you remember back to Aquaman, I can't remember a single action scene in that movie that no. isn't a CGI mess. No, or I just can't even remember a single scene of <laughs> <laughs> action that it all blends together. This um, this has memorable action. It has memorable characters. It's big, dumb fun. And I don't even want to call it dumb because it's thoughtful. Okay. It's, it's thoughtful. Big it's big fun. Yeah, it's big fun. It's big fun. It's, it's big a lot fun. of fun. All right. Do you want to do a few little spoiler bits? Yeah, I guess like let's do it. Big big spoiler is like the person who hired everyone on the train, all these assassins, yes. to do all these different jobs, is the big bad baddie that we talk about, the White Death, who who's originally hired somebody to pick up his son. Correct. He also hired all these other people because it was his go- his main goal for the whole thing was to get Avengers revenge. Life. Was it? Is that really what it was to get revenge so. on everyone that was involved and all the assassins? In, yeah. That were involved in the well, death of his wife. Well, it's interesting because... Which is, again, much, like the mar- marionette thing. It's like, yeah. really? Well, m- much like a Tarantino or like, like we talked yeah. about, like a Guy Ritchie film, there's stories within stories within stories in this. And I talked... The reason why I was very specifically called out the two plot lines at the beginning, the, there's the Brad Pitt one, which is kind of this meandering, funny uh, take on a guy who's just trying to be semi-pacifist, but at the same mm. time failing, versus the story whereby it's this dad who's had his son pushed off yeah. the roof that is the actual story you should be focusing on not the brad pitt one because that's the one that leads to you finding out what's actually happening so the guy who's had his kid pushed off the roof he himself is the son of a guy who used to be big in the yakuza mm-hmm. now the guy you, who you hear the story about the white death who took over the yakuza in the 80s who's this brutal hideous guy who just fucks all this shit up uh who everyone yeah who everyone's terrified of is the man that said dad wants to get his revenge on and the white death by bringing all these people together pushes the one kid off the roof that opens him up to having to leave his sanctuary and come out into the real world which gives said dad opportunity which you know it's a big roundabout way of saying dude wanted to get revenge but it's this story within a story within a story that i actually really liked i it was the russian doll thing that like i didn't I like that, but I, it was too, like, dos ex machina, Agreed. overarching. Agreed. I, I would have liked it to be a more capricious reason why they were all there, because that would have fit the tone of the movie. Agreed. Like, it should, you know, it could have been just, like, this random reason, because, like, you know, somebody's handler was, like, Put you know what I mean? Place. And that would have yeah. brought the handler back. Like, I don't know. I just, that, like, the fact that it's all this overarching enemy that happened to be the one that his daughter pushed off, right? Because well, that's actually what happened. The daughter pushes off. Yeah. Which is, like, too two disconnected events well the best the best part of it connected yeah. event, the best right? part of it is that brad pitt shouldn't even be there he's filling in for someone yes. else yeah who happens to be a, a, a fabulous blink and you miss it cameo from our best friend ryan, ryan reynolds, Go- ryan, reynolds yeah. ryan gosling ryan no ryan gosling, reynolds. reynolds and so the reason he's brad pitt's on the train is because the guy who actually killed the white death's wife in a car crash 
is Ryan Reynolds. He yeah. actually, like, he's the one who caused it. So he thinks that by getting Brad Pitt at the end, he's getting the guy that kills wife. Brad Pitt's like, no, no, no. I'm just here because old mate's stomach was off. And it's like... Yeah, to me, that capricious <laughs> ending, like, the, like, you could have connected it to that somehow, that Brad Pitt was the wrong guy on the job, but it didn't have to be this overarching villain that orchestrated all the assassins other assassins I being there. I you know like what i mean that, that like, he was the wrong place wrong time almost yeah That's but his I, bad luck. I feel like that should have been the punchline of the villain sure. it's like wait you're not the guy and the and instead of it being like this marionette of different stories managed by that villain yeah or if you're gonna do that spend more time with the villain and the dad and the and the kid because they were like almost peripheral characters I, I, I feel like that was almost like it was it was trying to like slide in without you noticing it yeah and, but it's the like, ending Oh yeah, yeah, completely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just think it, 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 there was there was a, there, get another writer in there and figure that out. And there's probably a funnier way to do that. Yeah, there's a funnier way to do it. I quite liked some of the serious elements, so I didn't didn't want them all to be. Really, I thought that was so out of place. I thought I thought, for example, the fact that uh, like the sun and like the honor thing, I was like, this is a bit weird. I like, thought the fact that Joey King, uh, uh, the prince character, the the one who's acting yeah. like a little girl who clearly wasn't, just happened to be the White Death's daughter. I was like, I don't care. Like, that's too... There, why not a make... a couple the, of one too many steps too far. Why not make her just a random person that he... Yeah, he killed know, her mom. Yeah. Or just... She was affected by him some other yeah, way. Yeah. It doesn't have to be everyone's yeah. related to everyone, you know? I agree. You like, know? Like, like, I, maybe you I know, Dre? Maybe I would have been more forgiving if that was the case. Yes, But even agreed. then, I'm like, I just don't need it to be this big orchestrated thing. I kind of like the capricious capriciousness of it. Like, You really like capricious today. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's not It's your about. absolute fave. I just think like the, it just, you know, everybody else, the whole movie, that was the case. Like everyone was just responding to the next thing. And it'd be funny if the whole thing was orchestrated on a similar ground. Sure. You know what I mean? Where somebody like, all a bit accidental. somebody accidentally yeah. did something to get him to do. The... Yeah. Someone, yeah. someone fucked up to put them all in the same yeah, place. Yeah. And I kind of like and that. And then idea. it would have been just like this falling leaf of just, you know what yeah, I mean? Stupidity, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, is there, is there any standout bits for you? Um, about like spoiler, spoiler free uh, or spoiler true. given. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, I just, I like how unpredictable a bunch of this stuff was. Yeah. And, uh, like, Honestly, I already talked about. It. I don't want to be redundant, but the stand-ups for me were just like the comedy with Lemon and uh, Brian Terry Henry, Lemon and Tangerine. Tangerine. That was like when he falls asleep, oh, yeah. <laughs> or like when he wakes up, or like when because he, drink, like, he drinks the water. I like that. Yeah, or like, like the apology movies, fight yeah. when they're like literally at the end fighting and they get have an apology over like fighting other <laughs> guys. Like it's just like it was really good, man. I, th- I think I like the smaller moments. So like for yeah. example when tangerine uh, aaron taylor johnson is fighting bradley pitley and they're in they're in like a confined little bar space and then uh and then the train girl put comes in with like a trolley and she's like do you want anything and he's like and aaron taylor's just like just 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 get out and brad pitt's just like yeah i'll I'll take a water yeah (laughs) like it slows the whole thing down but then when it speeds back up again he used the water so i like that it was like it was dynamic and it felt like it felt very in keeping with that character. Yeah. I also really liked, I loved that too. I liked when they both get shanked by the, the boom sling venom. Oh yeah. And they're that, like, and there's like this 30 second moment where they're like, not even like, Shit. it's like they have 30 seconds. So there's like a five second moment where like, he's kind of like, so it's him and the assassin who uses yeah, sorry, the boom sling. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's him and the assassin that uses boom sling venom to kill people. That's Zazie beats. Right? Zazie beats. Yeah. And she, it's like Hornet or something. 
The Hornet, yeah. yeah. And uh, she, so like they both accidentally get stabbed by it and it's like going <laughs> to instantly kill them. And so like you, you obviously know that like there's probably a, like the person that uses that to kill a bunch yeah, of people yeah. probably has an anti-venom to like save herself if such an event actually occurs. Yeah, yeah. And Brad Pitt does, what does he do? He does something like, he just really got an anti-venom and he's like watching where he she looks. He just waits. Yeah. yeah. And he's watching, like waiting directly to see where she looks to go and then just puts his hand in front of her. <laughs> and so he, she accidentally injects it into him. So he gets the anti-venom, yeah. which saves him later on as well because he gets yeah. bitten by the snake later. Which I thought was a cool little like, trope reversal of the checkoff snake yeah for sure because it's like actually it didn't mean anything did it bite anyone else i'm sure it bit someone else i don't think it did that's fun i yeah. like that actually yeah. I, I, all right i take yeah. one back yeah, yeah. i take it back dl no one expects a spanish inquisition i did like that i also like that pretty much every fucking everybody died in this like it wasn't a case of yeah. there was a lot of plot armor and like brad pitt should have died multiple times i keep saying brad pitt late ladybug should have died multiple yeah. times but I like the fact everyone was like, like, uh, uh, Tangerine thought that Lemon, L- Lemon thought Tangerine was dead. So he goes he off grieving gr- and then the other gruesome, one ends up dying. Yeah, he had a gruesome death. So gruesome. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. I quite like that. It's like blood like yeah. spitting out of his neck. Uh, I, the one, the one character I didn't get behind or like, I mentioned just a moment ago, uh, was the Prince character, the daughter. I was like, I didn't. I got what they're going for. They're going for that reversal of that trope that she's she's acting like a scared little girl, but she's really like the tough one. But it was, was kind of funny and creepy at times. I when didn't other like people it. played off it. It wasn't as look, it's just hard to be better than all the other people. That's true. You know what I mean? She wasn't good necessarily cast. bad, but they were like oh, there was just so many good performances. It was a very good cast. I yeah. will give you that. Is there anything else to spoil? Nah, I think we got it all. Do you want a little bit of true or false trivia? Uh, let's do it. I love our truffles trivia. It's it's probably one of my highlights when I remembered not to ruin all of my trivia while yeah, we're talking. Well done. True or false, DL? Bradley Pitley did ninety five percent of his own stunts in the filming, according to stunt coordinator Greg Ramenta. False. It's actually true. Apparently, uh, Brad Pitt was really invested. All right, Tom. But then a lot of the stuff that was wacky was quite CGI. I thought so. Like. Yeah. His was more, I guess, more like the gung fu scenes. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. What else would it be? Rather than everything else, the sitting on a train, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like getting, getting slapped by someone's notebook. Yeah. Like, uh, all right. True or false? I got four today. I feel I had four. Sandra Bullock, who we forgot to mention. Uh, no, we didn't. Reported, you, you, you got it. You reportedly it. replaced Lady Gaga in the movie. False. That's actually true. Really? Lady Gaga was apparently set up to do this role, which I find... I mean, she's got the voice for it. Sandra Bullock's better. I didn't realize it was Sandra Bullock the whole Neither way that, through. but she was better than Lady Gaga would have been. Yeah, she... You know, Lady Gaga's been confirmed for that second Joker movie, right? I did. That, it's apparently going to be a musical. I think that will be good. She's good. I'm, now... I'm on board with her as an actress. As, as you well know, this is a Sony movie. Yeah. Right? And you know also know that Sony has the rights to Spider-Man, including Venom and all the things around that. So apparently, Sony executives were so impressed with Aaron Taylor-Johnson's performance that directly after shooting his scenes in Bullet Train, the star was contacted by the higher-ups at Sony to play the character of Craven the Hunter. Is this true or is this false? Debating if the timeline works. You tell me, COVID? filmed in COVID, but I'm pretty sure that Craven the Hunter stuff is and currently filming. T- too true. I, it's got to be false. It's not. It's true. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
This is the first time you've done it. I'm going over three. Over three. It's terrible. Terrible. All right. Final one then. Is it going to be three trues in a row or false? Who knows? (laughs) Can I get you? All right. Okay. True or false trivia. Aaron Taylor Johnson lost a chunk of his toe and passed out during a stunt. Is this true or is this false? False. You're right. It was actually a chunk of his hand. Mm. I wouldn't like to see what that looked like afterwards. I watched an interview. I I was like, surely that would have come up. That was my logic, but the way that would have come up. So (laughs) yeah, it probably should should have come up, but apparently did lost chunk of his hand during filming, which I mean, surely, I mean, Brad Pitt doing 95% of his own stunts. He must've done a few of his own too, by the looks of this, which is, it's a lot of fun. Look, ultimately I had a lot of fun with this. I thought it was, it was big. It was, dynamic it didn't push any boundaries but at the same time characters were believable and lovable if you you know allow yourself to be taken away in this world it's great it's like i was listening to a podcast uh with andrew schultz and louis flagrant oh yeah uh, you know louis the comedian and he, as he said some movies like they're like they're like pinnacle of you know an era and every like the next 10 to 20 years other movies are chasing that and they're not as good but every now and again one does a different twist on it and it's still really good and enjoyable because of good writing and good actors. This is that, I think. Like it, it didn't break a ton of ground, but it was fucking enjoyable because it was like well executed. I'm absolutely with that. Yeah. I I sometimes you need that. Yeah. It's like wrong. a big warm blanket. It's way better than like anything from phase one. <laughs> so, <laughs> we should really stop comparing yeah. everything to you and game sorry, of Thrones. Fa- sorry, phase four. Phase uh, four. All right. Would you like a little bit of correspondence, DL? Let's hear it. Now, if you want to get in contact with us, you can. You absolutely can. We love it when you do. You can find us at Podcast Assemble on Instagram. Or the podcast podcast assemble at gmail.com. That's it. I'm yeah. sure we get it right every time. We I'm get it right not, every time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Now, we had a couple of bits of correspondence. And now, thank you, friend of the show, Steve, who once again, he is our gaming master. He's been messaging us a lot of our gaming news recently. He's mm. He said there were a couple of announcements. At ver- There's apparently another Nintendo thing that i completely missed i watched the some of the sony one mm. that was fun they are i'm a big fan of the final fantasy games i don't know if, i don't know if you remember that from all the times I, I've I said it a yeah, million I, times i think i've memorized that part i'm pretty sure everyone has by now they are re-releasing now I, you know they're doing a remake of the final fantasy 7 game which is you know the big well they one already they did part of it they've done part one yeah but what they also did was they did a prequel to it probably 15 years ago now and they're apparently re-releasing it to re- align with the remake of the game. So, so they're going to remake it or re-release it? Well, that's the question. That's what he's asking. Do do we, probably me, think it's going to be more of a remake or a re-release? It's for newer, newer gen consoles. Uh, he thinks it could be a little bit mind-bendy. And I agree with you, Steve. So the game itself was effectively everything leading up to the introduction of the characters. Um, some of the characters in the actual game, you sort of get to meet and they, they sort of like are... Uh, peripheral characters it's quite hard to explain but they're almost like sort of like false ghosty type Mm. some of them but they've changed the current like the main game enough in what they've released that i can imagine this is like goes in a completely different direction Mm. and i remember i really liked this game when it came out it was was quite hack and slash but in like a fun way like the original final fantasy was obviously like turn-based like classic jrpg you take your turn, you slash. Is the new is the remake that way too? It's so that's very much more aligned with this. It's a little yeah. hack and slash, but like 
you can choose like what your guy's going to do and certain moves take longer to execute and stuff. Yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I can imagine it's going to be a lot of, uh, I can imagine it's going to be incredibly different. I'd, I'd love to know what you think, Steve. Why don't you hit us back up and let us know what you think, having seen the trailer, which looks a lot of fun. Moving on, we had more correspondence. Friend of the show, Matt, messaged in and said, he really enjoyed our Obi-Wan Kenobi episode. That's uh, episode, that's right. Oh, that's good. And that he's just starting Thanks, the Matt. season. But he also asks off the back of that, did we watch Umbrella Academy? I did. So you've seen it. I forgot. I watched that the almost the entire way. I forgot that I've seen the entire thing. Yeah. Wow. I, I've I seen binged it, it so fast. I've seen episode one. I watched it on the flight to Europe. Okay. Yeah. From okay. From Sydney. the States. Oh, yeah. from Sydney. Well, both. Like from the album. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I did like it. I, I feel like, like that's it. the sentiment when we watched that show. I did like it. I I thought there was a little bit too much sibling bickering this season, but oh. like in a way that wasn't like all that additive. Interesting. In a way that kind of just felt too much like real life. Too focused. <laughs> like too forced. Not forced. Just like too much like real life. I'm like. Oh. Like, I guess it's real, but like it wasn't that entertaining. <laughs> like it was like you'll see, it's between two particular siblings. But overall, it's still like very unique and fun, and yeah, I, sure. I, I appreciated it for what I, it was. I've seen the first episode. Like I say, I yeah. enjoyed the the what's Sparrow Academy, the other one. Mm-hmm. I liked that they were actually a functional team. That was fun. Fun to see the different dynamic. Yeah, didn't really vibe with the new actors i thought they're a little bit i don't know but i think that's kind of the show i think the show is a little bit awkward i think it's supposed to be awkward like i kind of agree like some of the new characters like i didn't even think about that but that's partly partly why i didn't love it probably yeah they weren't great they they either felt like they were trying to be awkward or they were too like rounded as peoples which the original umbrella academy were you know they were just fuck-ups which I really like. You'll see. Let me, I'll just say, like, some of what you say is... You'll see. Okay. But overall, still, like, a solid above average. Okay. Definitely better above, than Aquaman. Definitely better than Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. I will come back to it. All right. Well, thank you, friend of the show, Matt. And finally, friend of the show, Toby, messaged in and said, wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. He asked. He says... Now, he had... This is a little while ago. We, we got this message. But I wanted to bring it up because it's it's really nice. He said... Thank you to us both for our recommendations on great TV shows. He got COVID. Now, we all, you know, he... About time, Toby. What have you been doing? Well, who knows? He (laughs) he was locked down for the the classic seven days, as as you are. And he said that while he was there, he got into one of our key recommendations from the pod, which is The Boys. Mm. And he said he absolutely burnt through it. So that's awesome. That's really great to see. Uh, He said that you can't really get past that first episode when... Robin gets basically exploded by a train. Yeah, that's like a real highlight. I still haven't. I still haven't seen the new season. Really? Oh yeah. my god, it's fucking great. Yeah. That was his question. He asked, "When are we going to do a uh, season three episode?" It's a good question. I guess I got to get on it. Me I too. I feel guilty for binging Umbrella Academy so fast, so I need to take that one slow. I think because those are two high quality shows. That I oh, okay. Watching. Yeah. You're gonna say it's a high quality? Okay. Umbrella? Yeah, it's definitely one of the ones I was looking forward to for a while. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's hard though when you're on an airplane and stuff. Like you kind of whatever can entertain you. You kind of yeah. I was grasp I was fucking it. over it, dude. Yeah, yeah I, I watched um, the entirety of the last dance again on my my, my last oh, wow. flight back. I was okay. I was so enthralled. You just by really it. wanted to play basketball. Yeah, oh but you God, were on I, really <laughs> I really wanted to get 
shouted at by Michael Jordan. <laughs> I don't think I ever finished that. I need to finish it. Oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like one of my all-time faves. Yeah, anyway, thank you all for the correspondence. We really appreciate it. And we really appreciate when you get in touch. Where can they find us, DL? As I mentioned, they can find us at uh, Podcast Assemble on Instagram or thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. My man. On our Instagram, we got, you know, Lots of stuff being posted. I think we're doing some reels lately. I don't know. You, you tell me, Tommy. All the stuff. I, I Lockie, hear, I hear it's all man. about reels these days. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, where, that's where everyone's My going. partner made her first reel. It seems like anyone can do it. Yeah, it was very nice. It's real easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's not all that special, but follow us there. If you like our stuff, you'll put some polls up. Get Find involved. out some more of the, the day-to-day news. Find out some verses. I mm. think I put one up the other day, which was uh, Captain Marvel versus Captain Marvel. So you remember... <laughs> Shazam versus uh, Carol Danvers. You know, you find a few little these fun little uh, little bit nuggets that are in there, a little bits from the show, little bits of news we don't talk about. It's all there, man. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to wrap up the show, DL? Yeah, yeah. If you guys could just uh, give us five star reviews, do it, do it. I I think that like apparently it helps bribe you or. I don't know what you want from me, man. Just, <laughs> just fucking do it. And uh, it really helps. It helps with the algorithms yeah, and yeah. all and those things. Yeah, we'd, we'd appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Lockie. Thank you, Tommy. Thanks for all that stuff. Um, Pass the pod, man. If you've got a friend yeah. who might like this stuff, yeah, or watches Marvel, or thinks that they just want to listen to two Pass idiots it on chatting, by word of mouth, grassroots effort, right? We'd love it. That's how things get done, right? Grassroots. Help, bro- Help two brothers out. Two brothers. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, and no, can, we appreciate it, guys. Yeah, and you can find us on Podcast Assemble on Instagram or thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Until then, until next time. Tally ho. Tally ho. <laughs>